1: Twins and Angels later tonight. Lineup card, eight thirty. First pitch after 9 o'clock. Twins trying to bounce back after a tough 5-4 loss. Joe Ryan, six innings, seven hits, three runs. Two of those earned, struck out nine, walked one. Griffin Jacks, two-thirds of an inning, three hits, two runs. Uh, Both of them earned, walked one, struck out one. Not a good performance by the Twins' bullpen, and second struggle on the trip. They were in L.A. to play the Dodgers, now in Anaheim to play the Angels. And Phil Miller joins us to sort it all out, and he joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Phil covers the Twins for the Star Tribune.
2: Phil, how you been? I've been uh, stuck in traffic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I guess that's what you do down here. I, uh, remind me never to uh, complain about Minneapolis traffic again.
1: Yeah, it, it is extraordinary. When, I, when I've when i been to Southern California, you hear about it. But quick story, my my daughter, my youngest daughter, was looking at colleges and wanted to look at a couple in Southern California. And we, we stayed out in Santa Monica, which was great. We saw some of the sites. We drove to Hollywood. But I got tickets to see the Clippers and the Suns, uh, downtown at the time, Staples Arena. And and from Santa Monica, you can see downtown LA. It's right down the Santa Monica Freeway, I-10. And I'm glad we left when we did. It was a 7 o'clock Pacific Time tip-off. We left the hotel, and th- this is not a long drive. At At 5 p.m. local time, we pulled into the parking lot at Staples Center at about six twenty, it was an hour and twenty minutes, and literally you can see downtown. It's like right there, and it took us that long to get there. It was crazy.
2: Uh, that's uh, that's kind of the way it is. I mean, you know, uh, you know, Clipper traffic. Though, know, I mean, you just ask <laughs> Right, right. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I I I made maybe a tactical error. I figure we're here for a whole week. I'll just stay in an in an Anaheim hotel the entire week and commute to Dodger Stadium. Oh, Wow. Um, it, uh, it, I've had better ideas, but, uh, yeah. I, I made it. I just, uh, went a little earlier every day.
1: Yeah. That, that, that is crazy because you look at the maps and you think, oh, Anaheim and Disneyland and, uh, where the angels play. It's not really that far, but yeah, it it is a different world when it comes to traffic. Uh, the trip so far, uh, twins dropped two or three to the Dodgers, uh, we're competitive. One got away in the matinee on Wednesday, then the day off on Thursday, and then certainly Friday night, game one against the Angels. This is the one that got away.
2: Yeah, I think the Twins uh, probably wish uh, they had gotten stuck in traffic instead of uh, played a couple of these. Uh, I mean, we're competitive is a nice way of saying uh, probably should have won because I think that they, uh, they feel like they easily could have won all four games on this trip uh, thus far. Uh, yep. The first night, um, four different relievers gave up uh, runs, you know, with the help of a runner on second base and extra innings. Uh, and then uh, Emilio Pagan uh, gave up a, uh, just a crushing grand slam on uh, Wednesday's game. Uh, and uh, last night uh, they stuck with Griffin Jack through 30, 33, 35 pitches, something like that, and, and watched him give away uh, the, a one-run lead after uh, – they rallied from being no-hit for almost six innings. Uh, it's, um, it's it's been a frustrating trip. The bullpen has been uh, arguably one of their strengths uh, through the first month and a half, but uh, um, this uh, this road trip is is really trying their patience. I think.
1: Yeah, and the the question is, you know, wh- what do you do about that? Because we know this as we start to. Move into the summer months. Move into June. They'll be talking about the trade deadline, but any contending club would love to add bullpen. So easier said than done.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I I know fans react badly uh, when he does it, but but uh, Rocco Baldelli has been uh, defending his bullpen, and uh, you know, I, I you can see why he doesn't really have much choice, yeah. and uh, and they have mostly been good, uh, uh, not in such uh, high leverage uh, situations as they've been uh, faced with this this week with the game seems like the game is constantly on the line uh, in the late innings with uh, with one-run leads and, uh, and and how um, you know the offense has has had some trouble uh, producing uh, a little bit so uh, you know so Rocco stood up yesterday and said hey you know Griffin jacks is one of our guys and he's going to be one of our guys and we're going to keep using him uh, and, uh, you know, we'll just have to um, hope that he can grind through this and, uh, and get better. I, it, you know, they, they have tested just about everybody that they have uh, in the system. Who's, uh, who's big league ready. So, um, you know, maybe at the trade deadline, they can do something. They did last year and bringing in uh, Jorge Lopez, but uh, for now, these are the guys and uh they they do need to try to find a way to get them through these these uh um game on the line kind of situations
1: what what stood out to me is is Reed Detmers and uh, he he was just lights out the twins uh, eventually uh got to him and he wasn't involved in the decision but early early in the ball game Detmers looked pretty good
2: yeah um and you know uh, the flip side of that is Twins have not looked good against left-handers. Now, they've faced uh, fewer than just about any team in the league, but their, uh, their right-handed stacked lineup to face left-handers is uh, uh, not as fearsome as their, uh, when they have their lefty bats in the lineup. And uh, um, Detmers was good. He, uh, he mixes up uh, his fastball and his breaking ball. He, he really uses it uh, to uh, his advantage to make the, the fastball play up a little better. Um, and yeah, he, you know he, he was a first rounder for a reason, and he pitched a no hitter last year. So the they, uh, the Twins knew it was going to be a challenging night. I uh, but I think it's challenging just about any time uh, they face left-handers, which of, of course they do again tonight.
1: Uh, Louis Varland will get the start for the the Twins tonight, and uh, the Angels will counter with Patrick Sandoval, as uh, you mentioned, another left-hander for the L.A. Angels. Uh, Let's let's talk about uh, the Twins getting nicked up uh, on on this road trip. Uh, Speaking of nicked up, Nick Gordon on the injured list, Kyle Garlick recalled, uh, Joey Gallo banged up a little bit, and Jorge Polanco, a key guy uh, day in and day out for this team, a little banged up as well here on the trip so far.
2: Yeah, Jorge's only been back three weeks. He's uh, hit four home runs already and uh, seems to be in the middle of every... uh Every rally, every time things are going well, I, it's you know it's easy to call the, to notice the contrast when he's batting next to Carlos Correa, who is uh, who is just deep in a slump right now. Um, yeah, I, I I talked to Jorge a little bit yesterday, and he's kind of down about it, but he realizes uh, I I think this is an injury. A couple of years ago, he might have played through, but uh, after uh, after having so much. Any problems with his knee over the off season and uh, starting the season late, he knows the Twins are going to be very, very careful with him, not uh, try to limit this to uh, just a couple week problem and not a couple months problem. So uh, he seemed kind of resigned to uh, to going on the injured list, even though he said it, it feels pretty good. There's a there's still some tightness in the hamstring, but you know I could play if uh, if they wanted me to, but uh, yeah for the for the time being, even though it's a pretty big loss, I, I think the twins are going to play it careful.
1: Yeah. It looks like Jody Gallo is in the lineup. will play left tonight, but, but he, he, he's been banged up here and there, but has you know, missed a game and then come back. So, so Joey Gallo bounces back and will be there tonight.
2: Yeah. He had the same injury that Nick uh, Gordon did. He, he just, uh, just did a straight line drive down onto his shin and, uh, <laughs> And hurt himself. I mean, uh, Nick uh, uh, fractured the the tibia in his leg, so uh, that uh, that one will keep him out for a while. Uh, Joey Gallo uh, it looked just as bad. Uh, he was in some pain after Wednesday's game, but uh, as Rocco kept uh, joking yesterday, uh, he doesn't he doesn't feel pain like like human beings do. Uh, he's uh, he seems a little superhuman in uh, playing through them, which. Boy, for this team, that's a nice quality to have because uh, they, you know, they're the injuries are beginning to mount up a little bit, and they uh, they can uh, they really need to have him in the lineup.
1: Yeah, a guy that stands out. Speaking of big injuries, Kyle Farmer hit in the face has <laughs> come back, to a bad clean up, play at third base. What, what what a warrior! I mean, that that is an unbelievable story. I mean, that devastating injury, and and here he is, and uh, a, a big part of this thing for the Twins, I I, I think when he was signed in the off season, I, I don't think fans realized what a what a wonderful player this guy is.
2: Yeah, it, it is true. Uh, he he's a star He was a starter in Cincinnati. He'd be a starter yep. on a lot of teams. Uh, and well he's a starter now, now that uh, the Twins have sent uh, Miranda down, but uh, uh, he is uh, he has been a lifesaver. And, and you're right. I, he jokes about. His uh, about uh, you know his teeth and getting hit in the mouth and uh, uh, you know I've heard him oh. I've heard him mention it two or three times in the clubhouse. It's a uh, it's just it's just kind of a gag now to him, uh, which is uh, it, it it is. Uh, that's the sort of injury that would make you uh, have second thoughts about your career choice. But uh, he's he's back at it and wants to play and uh, and yeah, he's uh, he's been a rem- a reliable. Uh, very reliable in the field and, uh, at the plate as well.
1: Yeah. And he, he seems like a really good dude. And I, I know, uh, you're with the team day in and day out. It's a long season. You start in spring training down in Fort Myers and you're with the club and at home and on the road. But Kyle Farmer seems like just a great human being.
2: Yeah. You can tell how much uh, his teammates like him and uh, how much, uh, uh, how how much they rallied around him after uh, his injury. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he spent the off day. He and his uh, he brought his family uh, along on this trip, and uh, as did uh, Sonny Gray. So uh, uh, Farmer and Gray were uh, riding the rides at Disneyland with uh, with their kids the huh? other day. And yeah, it's 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 on the field, off the field. Uh, he's uh, he's very very popular uh, in the with the team in the clubhouse.
1: And uh, Phil, you don't get to see him much up close, but uh, Shohei Otani uh, just. Uh, amazing what what he's done to this point in his career. Uh, outstanding pitcher, uh, terrific with the bat, and to to be able to see him play it, it's it's even got to be a thrill for a veteran beat writer like yourself.
2: Yeah, that's been a good trip for that. Uh, you know, just being in Dodger Stadium is uh, is yeah. like that. It's uh, it's it's you know it's such a people don't think of it as an antique, but it you know it's a Third oldest park in the big leagues, and then to see Clayton Kershaw uh, pitch yeah. a game in Dodger Stadium, it was it was exactly the same. And now uh, uh, watching Shohei and uh, um, and all, of it, uh, all that all he does, he hasn't really hurt the Twins yet, but he's going to pitch against them tomorrow. Um, I really am interested uh, in that. I I was covering the team uh, five five years ago, I think it was his rookie year when uh, um, Fernando Romero came up for the Twins. And pitched uh, shutouts in his first two starts, and then went to LA and faced Otani, uh, and it was that was heralded as these are the next two superstars uh, in the game. And uh, it didn't really work out for uh, it didn't work out for Romero that day, or, or really since. Uh, but uh, it was sure right about uh, Otani. We were also noticing, uh, you know, he he's going to sign uh, what people are predicting could be a, like a six hundred million dollar contract last year. I mean, next year the uh, whatever team signs him will reap some of that back. Uh, the amount of advertising in Japanese in uh, in Angel Stadium is just remarkable. Oh. It is it, it is everywhere. There are uh, there are as many ads uh, in Japanese as there are in English uh, there, and uh, you know that there's a large number of people back in his homeland uh, watching each game that are being. Uh, uh, addressed in those ads. It's uh, it's it's fun to it's fun to watch.
1: Yeah, and a unique talent. And there's a lot of speculation where he could land. I I suppose he he could end up right right back with the Angels. But uh, ultimately, who knows? With that kind of payday looming.
2: Yeah, I, I the the thinking around the Angels certainly certainly among their press corps is that he's this is it for him. That this is his he's last gone, year. Well. That and that, uh, that the angels will certainly be outbid or if they're not contending, which, uh, you know, they are on the fringes of, uh, contention. Um, he'll want to go to a winner. Uh, there's one, you know, uh, just, uh, an hour and a half traffic jam away, uh, that he could go join, uh, that, uh, a lot of people suspect the Dodgers will make a big play. Uh, um, you know, the Mets are throwing crazy money at, uh, at pitchers and, uh, that's a possibility. I think any of the West Coast uh, teams will have a chance if they can if they can swallow hard and uh, sign a sign a contract for half a billion dollars or more.
1: I, I know a lot of the Japanese players have a big media contingent. I'm sure uh, the the contingent following Otani is uh, is is something
2: is large. Yes, uh, it certainly is. Uh, we uh, we're always. Uh, uh, we always welcome uh, two or three uh, Japanese reporters that we 've become familiar with on the Twins beat, who uh follow Kenta Maeda around they 're not sure. around much lately but uh uh yeah there 's a there 's a whole press box with uh uh all fifteen seats in it and uh, I would guess that for Dodger writers, I would guess that twelve of them are occupied by uh japanese writers uh, he 's a he 's a big story here but uh man he must be an even bigger story uh, back in japan
1: yeah and final thought on the angels you know they they have had otani now and they've had mike trout he's he's nicked up right now and not not able to play i, I think it's a finger issue a, at the moment for mike trout but they and and the owner arte moreno's been willing to spend money they just haven't been able to pull it together there and it, it's hard to figure out because they have been willing to spend money
2: it's been a decade since they have won a playoff game. Uh, yeah. It's hard to imagine. I mean, they have not—they uh, have not won a game uh, since uh, Shohei has been on the uh, on the team. Uh, yeah, poor Mike uh, Mike Trout is—you uh, know—is probably a little past his prime now. But he used his entire prime of a Hall of Fame career uh, in service to a team that that is just absent in October. Uh, they, they don't look much better this year than, uh, than average-ish. Uh, they, you know, their pitching, uh, Detmers was great yesterday, but their, their pitching is not, uh, you know, in the class of the, uh, of the Astros, even of the Guardians, I don't think. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is a shame and, uh, um, it would be, uh, it would be entertaining to see those two guys in the postseason, but, uh, you know, it, it, Hasn't happened for whatever reason, and I don't think it's ever going to. So,
1: Twins uh, will go tonight a little bit later. Start Pre game lineup card at eight thirty. Chris Atterbury, Corey Provis, Dan Gladden with all the play-by-play. Uh, Louis Varland on the mound for the Twins tonight. Well, Phil, always good to visit with you uh, once again. Enjoy the remainder of the trip, and then a big home stand coming up. Uh, with, with the Giants and the Blue Jays coming to town. That should be fun Memorial Day weekend. The Blue Jays, a lot of Canadians come in, and a Memorial Day weekend. Looks like the weather's going to be great. It it should be fun at the ballpark when with the Blue Jays
2: in. Yeah, and, and I'll say this to the Twins. They have been entertaining lately. Uh, virtually nothing but, uh, uh, practically nothing but games that are tied uh in the 7th, 8th, ninth inning, so uh, yeah, it is, uh, they are putting on a good show, uh, but it's got to be driving a lot of their fans crazy.
1: Yeah, three games over at the moment, 24 and 21 going into tonight's tilt. Phil, always great. Thank you again.
2: Okay, Steve, good talking to you.
1: Phil Miller from the Star Tribune joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. We'll come back, check the PGA, it's raining again in upstate New York. Uh, NBA, NHL action tonight. A little bit later, the Loons take on the Timbers in Portland. Andy Greeter joins from the Pioneer Press. And a good news, bad news scenario uh, for the Loons. We'll we'll tell you more about that following the weather here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O.